Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Bears Bums Podcast. I'm David. And I'm John. And today we have a very exciting episode. We are interviewing sports chiropractor Dr. Michael Rusher. Yeah, um, local guy, works with the Bears, uh, works with a majority, not a majority, but a big part of the NFL community. Uh, he also said he works with some uh, uh, one future NBA player and a couple of minor league baseball players. So it should be fun. I'm excited for this interview with him. Yeah. And uh, without further ado, here you go. Uh, today we are joined by Dr. Michael Risher. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. So can you want to kind of go into what you do on a daily basis with these athletes? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm a sports chiropractor. So a lot of people hear chiropractor and think, you know, adjustments only. And I'll do the adjustments, but a lot of what we do is the uh, soft tissue work. So cupping, scraping, needling, um, you know, different myofascial releases. Uh, and then we do some injury risk mitigation, or a lot of people call it injury prevention uh, exercises with that sort of stuff, rehab if someone's got an injury. Um, and so uh, it looks like a lot of soft tissue, a lot of exercise, and then um, off season, you know, we're, we're preparing for the season and then in season, we're just kind of gearing every single treatment towards like, what's going to get the athlete ready for the next game. Um, you know, if you're, if you're bumps and bruises, whatever we got going on, like how can we get you feeling as close to hundred percent, uh, as possible by the game. So that's kind of, that's kind of what I do. Um, obviously do the adjustments, but really focus on the, the soft tissue, um, and, and rehab and prehab exercises mostly. So prehab, can you like what is that? Is that ways to avoid like soft tissue injuries? Then, yeah, absolutely. And so that's uh, we kind of the the what happens when you're injured or when you get injured is the force that's put on your body is more than you can respond to, right? So you tear an ACL, the ACL tore because there was too much force and the ACL could not handle the muscles, could not handle that much force, so the ACL tears. And so our goal is to um, strengthen you in those positions uh, so that, you know, things don't get injured. And, you know, we can't prevent injury 100%. Football is a contact sport. But we can put you in positions and strengthen you in positions and strengthen you in certain ways that, um, you know, decrease your injury risk and increase your performance. So outside of Justin, who are some of the other athletes that you work with? Yeah. And so you can check out, uh, my Instagram has, uh, I post a lot, uh, with, with some of the different athletes. Um, you know, at this point I've got 50 plus, uh, professional athletes all across the NFL. Um, MLB, we're kind of in the minor leagues with, with some of the guys, uh, got, we have one guy in the NBA and then another that's going to be in the NBA. Um, so, you know, super wide, uh, range of athletes. Some of the guys that, that you know would be, um, you know, Darnell Mooney, Eddie Jackson. We got the David Montgomery jersey back there, John Brown. Um, so there's, there's you know, 50 plus. I, I can't, I don't, I wouldn't be able to go list every single one, but mm -hmm. uh, I think year to year, uh, we're kind of in like the, with the Bears, kind of about, probably got like 15 to 25 Bears that we're working with at any given time. And then, you know, if there are different free agents that are in town, like there's some some guys from the Bills that we'll work with, the, the Broncos, the Dolphins, like whoever happens to be in town training, um, we'll work with them. 
And sometimes you get called out and, and uh, do some, some travel and go out to different cities and, and work with guys. So working on expanding that, that number and trying to get guys all across the league. Uh, but, you know, pretty much, pretty much uh, 15 to, to 25 guys on the Bears at any given time. That's pretty cool. So uh, going off of the guys on the Bears, have they uh, told you or like if you talked to them about what their general expectation is for the year or what they want to work on specifically? Yeah, I mean, they, they just want to win, first of all. Like, that losing last year, it was so frustrating for everybody because, yeah, and, and, and as fans, right, everyone's excited about the number one overall pick and then, you know, the trade and everything, and, and all that's great. But, like, at the end of the day, they're all competitors, so they just want to win. And they see, you know, a lot of the holes that they had last year and a lot of the, the deficiencies they had last year. So they're really excited to, um, you know, get another shot at it and to, to really go out there and win a significant amount of games and, and win significantly more games. Everybody's working on their craft and everybody wants to come back and, and you know, get that bad taste out of their mouth and, and you know, show who they, who they can be, not who they were last year. Yeah, totally. Uh, another, I just have another simple question. Um, so specifically with like fields and the skill position guys, I know knees, and ankles are a big part. So is that is that mostly what you're focused on or looking at like shoulders, back, just like totally. anything specifically? Totally. And so uh, the way that that I do it, it's it's kind of a full body approach. Uh, we look at the places that each athlete needs it specifically, like what are their movement deficiencies? Um, you know, we obviously want to protect the knees because everyone's afraid of the ACL. Uh, you know, feet and ankles, obviously, you know, their, their injuries there all the time. So we, we definitely incorporate those because those are um, high incidents, but we, we look at low back, we look at, uh, you know, kind of connecting the foot up through the glute. We look at, you know, core protecting low back. We look at good shoulder position. So it kind of depends on the position, what we're focusing on a little bit more, um, you know, with, with defensive backs, we're working on, on, a lot of like movement efficiency in back pedal and side shuffle and opening up their hips. And so there are a lot of different movement patterns from a DB versus a wide receiver where, you know, we're, we're working on change of direction. We're working on linear uh, movements. And so, um, you know, we hit a lot of knees, ankles, hips, low back. Um, and then obviously with the quarterbacks, we, we work shoulders as well. Um, but it kind of, you look at the athlete and then like, what's their injury history and what do they need to accomplish uh, you know, their, their tasks. And then we kind of hammer those things. Like what are the, what are the highest risk things? What are the, what are the biggest bang for our buck things? Yeah, totally. David. I kind of have a question about like the difference between in-season routines and out-season routines. Like what are the differences and similarities that you go through with them? Yeah. And I, I just had a, I just had a little workshop here this past weekend um, and we went over a lot of that. And so a, the biggest difference is the time frame that you're working in. Like right now, the Bears report for um, for OTAs on April 17th. And so like everything that's been done up to this point, you're, you know, you know that your first time you actually have to do something is mid to end of April. And so the, the time frame is just massive. You have so much time to accomplish things. And all of those reps for, you know, the returning players and the starters, they're important, but really what you're preparing for is training camp and, and the season. And you want to be hundred percent then. 
And so, so like off season, it's like, all right, how does what we're doing prepare you for these bigger dates in season? It's a lot more like what comes up during the week? Did you take a hit? You know, did you tweak something? What comes up during the week? And then how do we get you ready for the game? So the time frame shortens a lot. And it's like, all right, well, if I have Monday through Saturday to work with you to get you ready for Sunday, it's just wash, rinse, and repeat. And so, so it's like really the, the time frame. Uh, off season, we do a lot more lifting. Uh, we'll do a lot more exercise. And then in season, we kind of have to manage that with like how fatigued a player is, how beat up are they, how much capacity do they actually have to do the extra lifting stuff versus, you know, we just kind of have to work the soft tissue and make sure that everything's really feeling good for the next week. So in what ways does what you do translate to the field during the season? Yeah, that's a great question. And, uh, and so a lot of it is going to be really nuanced with like, I'm going to see what we worked on a little bit more than the average person's going to see it because we're working on it week to week. Uh, so the biggest thing to keep in mind is that all of these athletes are really great because they're really great athletes, right? I, I didn't make them that way. I got my hands on them and I'm trying to increase like a percent at a time. And so, um, so what you can see is you can see, um, you know, increased movement efficiency, um, you know, whether it's working on a spin move or working on a cut or working on, you know, how quickly someone changes direction. Um, you also are going to see it because, you know, how, uh, how explosive they are, what their top speed is that they're able to hit in game. You know, there's, there, there are things like that. Um, but it's a lot of movement quality and then, you know, how healthy do they stay? Uh, you know, if, if, if we can, if we get someone and they can't pick their leg up, but we get them to on, on Monday, they can't, you know, pick their leg up past 90 degrees, but we get them to the point where they're able to play on Sunday. You're going to see the work that we do just by the fact that they're on the field and not having to sit out a game. So that's, that's kind of really the biggest thing is like, we can, we get people back really quickly we're very efficient with what we do. And then as far as like the movement quality, if, if I'm, if, if I'm looking at it, I see some of the stuff that, that we've been working on, but you're just seeing a, a freak athlete on the field because, you know, that's, that's who God made them to be. So we're, we're, you know, improving on the margins with them, but a lot of it is availability and, and how they recover week to week. So uh, with all of the recent, you know, free agency and trades that the Bears have made, have you worked with any of those new players that have come in, like Tremaine Edmonds, DJ Moore, any of them? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I did. I met Tremaine Edmonds uh, while I was out in Buffalo in 2020. Um, so met him out there. I don't think there's well, the signings. I think he's the only one that I've met. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to get to work with, with a bunch of these, these new guys that, you know, every year you lose guys in free agency and you add guys. So it's, it's kind of fun to see, you know, which players go, go watch some of their films, see what kind of players they are. Um, and you know, what you have to work with this upcoming season. And then I just have one more question. I think David might have a couple more, but, um, who, uh, well, who first on the bears is your favorite to work with? And then who on just the broad spectrum is your favorite athlete to work with? Man, so so that's tough. I can't, you know, I can't name any one player that I love to work with. I, I love working with all of it. Here's, and here's the, like, the, the honest thing is I have yet to dislike working with someone on the Bears. Um, that's, the, that's the bigger thing. You know, like, I, I, there's a lot of guys that I see 
super, super often. And so, you know, maybe you're a little bit closer with them or, or whatever. Um, but there's, there's yet to be someone on the bears where like, it's like, ah, that's a bad guy. I don't really like working with them. Like every single person, when I go to do a treatment with them or go to, to do a training session with them, like I'm genuinely excited to go spend time with them and to go work with them because they're good humans. They're a lot of fun and they, they like really care about their craft. So, um, I don't have a one favorite, uh, you know, some guys you're closer than with, with than others, just cause you spend more time with them. But like the, the big thing is like the, the quality of person that's on the bears, like the culture that they're building, the people that they bring in, they're all really, really high quality individuals. And I'm, you know, I'm excited to spend time with them every single time I get to see them. Yeah. Show the kind of guys the bears do bring into the building too. Which exactly. Is nice to see. And, and, and I think that's something that, that like you don't get to see very often, right. You don't get to see the team chemistry off the field and you don't really know, like, who are these guys off the field? You get to see them in really curated interviews. And the most raw moment you get them is, like, immediately post-game when they're either really excited or really sad. But, like, just getting to go into their homes with them, meet their family, like, just see the type of people that they are. Like, it's just a bunch of really, really good guys that they're bringing in, really high-quality individuals. And, you know, I have, I have no negative things to say about any of these guys because they're, they're, they're all really great. And then I kind of saw on your Twitter yesterday about watching film before you start working the player. How much film do you actually watch these guys before working with them? Uh, it depends um, because a lot of the guys I will have watched in college. Uh, so like, I don't know, I'm a, I'm a big NFL draft junkie and I'll watch a ton of film. So I watched, you know, pretty much every single game from Justin's uh, junior season as well as most of the games from his sophomore season uh, in college. And I'd already watched every single one of those and, you know, seen how he moved um, before he came in. So, it, you know, it could be anywhere from like one to two games and it's either college or NFL, or, you know, I've watched countless hours of, of their college and, and NFL film just because I really enjoy watching the sport. So I would say minimum like two games worth is, is what I try to get, but some guys, it, it can be entire seasons that I've seen just because of, you know, I, I like watching the film. Yeah. And then as fans, we kind of see a lesser perspective of these guys' work ethics. What's a guy like Justin Fields, how does he work out? You know, he sees a hard worker. As someone who has hands-on approach, what, what kind of sticks out to you? Yeah, there, there are different tiers of working hard right? Uh, like everybody in the NFL is working hard at their craft. No one, no one's going into the off season and just bumming around. Everybody's putting work in. And so um, I think what goes unnoticed with some of these guys is the, the people that go the extra mile. And because just because they're not posting on social media does not mean that they're going the extra mile. Like the amount of work that, that these players are putting in, not only in the training room, but also with me and going to the facility and doing skill work, like, like some of these guys, you know, if you want to want to know about Justin, Justin puts effort in more than most people that I work with. Like there, there are people that work hard in the NFL and then Justin's up here where, you know, he's watching extra film, even in the off season. Like there's, there's not a time where he's just truly off. You know, he's, he's, you know, he'll, he'll take rest weeks so that, that his body recovers and stuff. But like, when you talk about putting work in above and beyond what a lot of pros do, 
Justin's that guy, right? Mooney's Mooney's the same thing. Like there are certain people that you almost have to shut down because they work so hard and they want to work so hard, like for your benefit, we have to, you know, make you rest here. And sometimes, sometimes I'll do that with guys. Sometimes, you know, guys are just, it's just like, no, I, I have to do this because I, I push myself so much harder than everybody else. That's actually pretty interesting. You don't really see that much from a fan's perspective. Yeah. And the, the thing that you don't see, and, and a lot of fans, um, you know, don't know about training nearly as much as like you see a single hype video of someone's off season training, right. But you don't get the full picture of what their off season looks like. You don't see that they're in there five in the, in the facility, five, six days a week doing rehab, lifting, like watching film and then going in and throwing or running routes or doing DB stuff. Like you see one snippet and you're like, Oh wow, look at this guy. He's jacked. He looks like this is a really cool video. We're excited about it. But like, the day-to-day monotony you don't see. And the guys that, that I've been working with this offseason are going above and beyond and, and putting in so much work, it's it's ridiculous. This is like a really hard-working group of guys that we have right now that are, you know, really going above and beyond um, what's asked of them. That's actually, yeah, that's pretty cool to actually hear that kind of stuff come from someone like you who works with them almost every week. Yeah, and, you know, not to, not to like – blow anything out of proportion because again if you're in the nfl you're working hard but like these guys are definitely putting extra work in more than what's asked of them and and i don't know that that is the standard across the nfl um but you know i know that with these guys that is the standard they are they are putting in more work than you know what anybody expects them to do so uh in your opinion what's the most important like part of in-season recovery for an athlete just because, you know, um, I, I mean, I kind of have an idea because I've had two knee surgeries myself in football. So I'm, I've been through the ringer and I know knees are usually the most important part when it comes Mm -hmm. to in-season, but what's your opinion? Yeah. So we do, um, we do a lot of the soft tissue work and prepping the muscles, prepping the tendons, uh, for the, the demand that's placed upon them. And then I think the biggest thing is uh, managing load. And so in high school and college, it's a little bit harder because you're, um, you know, you're, you're continually having to earn your spot and the mentality in college um, and high school is a lot more of the grind mentality. Whereas once you get to the NFL, they're wearing GPS trackers every single practice. And so they know exactly how far, how fast, and what percentage of their maximum speed they've hit on a day-to-day basis. And so they're doing a lot more like load management and making sure that a player is doing enough, but not doing too much to make sure that they're recovered enough to get through and get to the next week. And so that's a, that's a huge part is the load management. And then what we do is we do the soft tissue stuff that um, decreases pain, increases pliability, you know, increases blood flow and, and um, you know, it decreases the recovery time. So those are probably the two, the two things that are most important is um, load management during the week and all the soft tissue stuff that we add in. And then, so one of my friends is wondering, how do you put on more muscle while keeping the same amount of explosiveness? Explosiveness. Yeah. Um, so that's a, that's a great question. And um, a lot of it comes down to how you train. And so, uh, what you can do and what you, what you see is a lot of these, um, 
young kids especially will go in and do bodybuilder type workouts and it'll be hypertrophy work, which, which means just muscle mass. And so you're, um, you're working on gaining muscle mass and you're working on getting bigger, but you've never trained how to stay explosive. And so there are different phases of training. That's probably, you know, a, a little bit, um, you know, this is more of an offline conversation where like you talk about training strategies and stuff, but basically if you want to be fast, you have to move fast. And if you're just going in and hitting, you know, your hypertrophy, your five sets of 10 on bench and squat and all of that stuff, you're training for muscle mass, training to, to, to increase muscle mass, but you're not training the force output. You're not um, training the rate of force development. And so you kind of have to go back and forth between, am I, you know, in a calorie surplus? Am I, am I, you know, lifting enough so that I am able to put on size, but also am I focusing on the right things? Am I explosive uh, working on my jumps, my rate of force development, my, you know, med ball tosses, all of that stuff. So there's, you know, it's a pretty complicated question, but I would say, I would say if your focus is on the right thing, you can put yourself in a calorie surplus, you can go lift your weights, but focus on being explosive and, and you'll continue to be explosive. Uh, well, yeah, David, you got like two more questions. You said, yeah. Well, how do you plan to make Justin more explosive for next year? Cause we saw what he built upon last year coming from off his rookie year. Yeah. So, um, a lot of it is continuing the same thing, right? It's you're going to make Justin more explosive, uh, and, and it is possible, but it's not going to be a huge jump where it's like, Oh, wow. Look at, he, he was running. 22 miles an hour. Now look, he's running 24 miles an hour. It's like you're tracking the, the week to week metrics. And I think, I think where we want to make sure that we do a good job and, and uh, you know, just over the course of a season is, are you maintaining your explosiveness throughout the course of a season? Have we nailed the amount of training volume that you need? And, and a lot of this is tracked by the team and done by the team and, and, you know, um, so that's their, you know, kudos to them. They, they do a great job with that, but like, are you able to maintain that same amount of explosiveness throughout a 17 game season? Um, and so a ton of that will be, you know, moderate monitoring his volume, um, uh, making sure we do explosive things throughout the year, making sure we keep him running fast throughout the year. Um, and so I think the, the big focus is not on how, you know, how much faster can we make him? It's, how much longer throughout the season can we keep him faster than everybody else? And my final question is what is the recovery lap? Can you kind of explain to us what that is? Yeah. So, um, uh, you mean the rehab lab? Yeah. Sorry. My bad. No, totally <laughs> fine. Cause, uh, yeah, totally, totally good. Um, so the rehab lab is my clinic downtown. Um, we have this office and then we have one more office right next door here. Uh, where we treat patients and we treat general population, but the people that come in here um, for treatment are typically athletes, CrossFit athletes, runners, you know, high rocks, bodybuilders, power lifters. Those are the, the, the athletes that typically come in downtown. We work with everybody. You know, if you work just a desk job and you don't exercise at all, like we'd love to help you. Um, but typically the people that, that find us are the ones that are driven and the ones with goals. Um, and so we do all sorts of, you know, same stuff that I do with all my, all my bears guys, we're doing all the same stuff here. I'm just not preparing you to go play a football game, right? Mm -hmm. I'm I'm, I'm preparing you to go run your marathon, to go continue to lift weights, you know, to, to pick up your kids without pain. Like that's the sort of stuff that we prepare for. 
And so we take the same mindset, the same process that we work with the, with the professional athletes and we just apply it to like, what are your needs? What are your goals? And, and how do we get you there versus how do we get you to play in an NFL game? So that's, that's kind of the only difference is, is like we have our brick and mortar location that, that we work with everybody. And, you know, we, we use all our same processes to get them where they want to be. That's actually pretty cool. And thank you. I, I love that. It's, it's the best job in the world. When did you kind of realize you wanted to do this as a career? Uh, I was in eighth grade. Uh, I broke my back when I was in eighth grade and I was playing football, baseball, and volleyball. I was playing running back and defensive end or outside linebacker or something. And so I was hitting someone on every play and I had broken my back earlier in the year and didn't realize it, didn't want to go get x-rays, didn't want to go get checked out. So I went to my chiropractor every week and he got me back on the field. And I realized over the course of time, because that, that was really impactful for me, what he was able to do on a week to week basis. And I, I realized over time that I really love fixing things and I really love people and I'm not great at fixing things. I'm not, I'm not cut out to be an engineer or anything. Um, but when you combine fixing things and people like fixing people was the best possible career choice for me. Um, and, you know, I happened to find it when I was in eighth grade, but, but it's kind of been like looking back at my personality and the things that I like and the things that I'm good at, it's kind of always been the natural choice is like fixing people and loving people um, has been, you know, the perfect career path for me. Well, I want to say thank you for joining us today. We had a good time talking to you, kind of learning more about this career and what you do with these players. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. It's been a blast. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that was a very, uh, very fun interview to do, uh, hearing about, you know, a trainer's perspective from all these players uh, currently on the Bears and maybe some future Bears. So, you know, it's always fun to talk to someone else on the podcast and mm-hmm. hope you can do this more often. I don't know my facial reactions during. I was just smiling. Like, this is so cool. Just hearing yeah. this stuff. I was like, this is awesome. You know, it's it's cool when you um you get someone notable on the podcast and hopefully mm-hmm. this is hopefully this is the first of many. I'm happy he was the first one too. Like he was so much so cool to talk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh it's cool hearing about um the specific exercises and how he prepares these athletes to play at the highest level. You hear about the way some of these guys that we watch every week, how they train, you know, how they, how much they care about the sport too. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much all I've got to say about that. Yeah. I, I think we had good questions too. Mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm like an idiot for calling his company the wrong name. Yeah, but you know, Dude, when he, when he, I was like, "Oh man," <laughs> <laughs> I think I, you know, seeing one of those DM things on Zoom, I was like, "Oh man, I can't believe I did that." Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I just that was so much fun. Yeah, but um, other than that, this is the uh, this is Bears Bums podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Uh, this will be up by the time that you hear this, but uh, follow Dr. Michael uh, Risher on Twitter. Great guy, great person to talk his, to. His at is at Dr. Risher. He's going to follow. Yep, and his at will be on a Twitter post. So, uh, again, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time.